1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. There's a big difference between watching a movie and getting lost in one. Find out what Marcus Theaters means by getting tickets to a hot new release at MarcusTheaters.com. Welcome back to our program, the program. Our music experts, Friday morning, Gary Graff. Good morning, Gary. Good morning. How's everybody up there? Uh, fine. Friday. Raising lots, of money, raising lots of money today. Doing our best. Um, I think you'd have been impressed with this yesterday, Gary. And why is that? Talk, I was waiting for you to ask. Uh, uh, yeah. We talked to Phil Collin, Def Leppard. Oh, Phil, yeah, I talked to him uh, no. beginning of March. Um <laughs> Along with uh, Joe and uh, Sav, the bass player. But, yeah, Phil, he of, he of the no shirt and uh, lots of lotion on the torso. <laughs> he was, Is that how he performs? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah, very much. Why would I take a shirt out there when I'm only going to take it off anyway? I, that's what yeah. I was laughing. So this last interview I did with him was on Zoom. And I'm sitting there, and I even said to him, I said, I think this is the first time I've seen you with your shirt on in, you know, 20-odd years. So he offered to take it off. The other guy said, no. <laughs> but he's great. He's, he's, I'm sure you had a good time. He's, uh, he's great. He's a good interview. He's he, really did, good. he did doubt that he could stand and play the guitar for an hour and a half at this moment. He said, I haven't done it in a couple of years. Yeah, I, could, I could smell that across the lake. He's, he's, he's in fine shape. There will be no problem there. I don't know about his, their tour mates. We talked um, about their workouts, and he said that uh, Viv and who... Not Joe. It wasn't Joe. Steve. Uh, Steve. No. Not Steve. Um, Rick maybe, Allen. Maybe, Rick maybe, Allen. Uh, yeah. Rick Allen, yeah. Yeah. The, they were, uh, he said they run circles around him, but they used to work out when they were doing their residency at the Hard Rock. They used to go down in the morning and turn on a couple of lights and just do their workout on stage because there was nobody yep. there. They yeah, they have, a, they have a, you know, like a, a coach with them or a, you know, workout. Trainer. Yeah. Or trainer, yeah. And so I guess they, they have offered it to Motley Crue. Uh, you know, and uh, we'll see if they take him up on it. Well, yeah, everyone can use a little uh, treadmill time, or at least at least one person in my. That's yeah. a shot at poor Vince. Ne- poor Vince Neal. Poor, poor Vince Neal. Who Vince? Vince is, an, is a grown up. They say uh, he can he can take care of himself. All yes. right, Grammys happened this weekend. They weren't nearly as remarkable as the Oscars just no, a week nobody, before. Nobody slapped, nobody slapped anybody. The Grammys, I thought, were actually pretty good. Um, lots of music. Uh, the the pacing the pacing was nice. You know there was there were some very very nice and touching moments. Uh, maybe not remarkable in the sense of like you said the Oscars or or some previous ceremonies. But I, th- I thought they went very well. Okay, I have to ask you: is is Hollywood are is the uh, that industry, the Oscars, the Grammys, are they completely tone deaf because they gave Will Smith a standing ovation 30 minutes after he assaulted Chris Rock on stage. And then at the Grammys, they give Louis C.K. a Grammy. And he That's, was part, he was all caught up in the Me Too thing. Right. That was a surprise. And that was, I think, I think where they, it took people a couple of days to notice that because they gave him that award at the pre-ceremony. They call it the premiere ceremony, and that takes place before the Grammys in front of a smaller audience, not as much media. You know, you have to, you have to tune in online if you want to see it. And so, but I remember when they, I was watching, and I remember when they announced it, I, I was kind of like, ooh. And, and it also happened late in the ceremony because they had Nate Bargatze 
as one of the presenters of the early ceremony. So they saved the comedy uh, category for afterwards because if, if your presenter doesn't win, which he didn't, you don't want him to then have to come on stage to present as a Grammy loser. <laughs> okay, so, you know, I can they, see that. When they announced Louis C.K., it was kind of like, ooh, that's, uh, I guess, I guess, I it, guess he's done being canceled. Yeah, is doing it in the uh, pre-real Grammy uh, section kind of a way of sweeping it under the rug? Why acknowledge him at all? Why? I don't know. I don't know that they make because theoretically, and I say theoretically, they don't know who the winner is till the envelope is open. Not even the recording academy or the show producers. Uh, comedy. The comedy album has almost always been in the pre-show. So I don't think that was determined. I don't think that was okay. deliberate because of Louis C.K. All right. But, but I'm sure there were a couple of people who I'm sure gulped when, when that was read. <laughs> he gave it to who? <laughs> yeah. And he wasn't there, so you didn't have that weird, awkward moment uh, to, to go with either. But, so you know, who Harvey, comes out and accepts the award? Do they just have someone they walk? They the presenter at the time. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, the big discussion last week was also the Eric Church show cancellation in San Antonio. Right, so that he could go see Duke and North Carolina. Excuse me, North Carolina and Duke play. He's a he's a Tar Heel, so I should put him in the right order. And that, of course, ticked off a lot of people. And I think even we we you know the consensus among us here was that that was a little bit of BS. So he's doing the make good. He announced a September second free show. For anybody who had tickets to the canceled San Antonio show, and they have all that on record, you know, they, uh, you know, now that you buy your tickets online and everything, they know who had. Even if you got refunded, they know that you had tickets for the show. Right. So he will come back in September. He'll play a, a free show, and he put out a grace, gracious post thanking everybody for indulging him, and and letting him see uh, the Tar Heels play the. Well, they, they beat Duke. They ended, Duke, yeah. so it was it was worth being there. I noticed they did not show him a lot on the telecast. I never <laughs> did. They show him at all. I didn't think they showed him at all. But I, I didn't either. Say, you know, I went to get a drink and go to the bathroom and stuff. So you know, I could have missed it, but I don't recall seeing him at all. And perhaps that was that was on purpose too. Or he or he was somewhere that was inaccessible. Sure. He was in a box or something. You didn't necessarily wasn't. You know, necessarily easy to easy to get images of him. But the San Antonio folks got their money back, and they're going to get a free and they'll get so a free show. He did, he did the right thing, and he okay. he did say even in his message, "I'm sorry, it took a minute to let you know how we were going to make good, but we had to make arrangements." So in the end, all's well that ends well. But so not he, canceled, postponed. He did kind of get, get smacked in the cheek. Oh, we all did. Um, it was low hanging fruit last week. Come of on. Course. Come on, we have selective outrage. Do I care if 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 he doesn't work one night? No, but it was easy to be outraged by it. Let's go around the room. Brian, are you okay now? The free concert. I, I believe apology. I'm okay now. Yeah. Gary, are you okay? Yeah, I, think, I think he's doing the right thing. Rock, you uh, how's this sitting with you now? You good? Yeah, you know. Uh, it doesn't sound like it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't uh, think it was very uh, very cool move of him, but Carrie, you know. Okay, I'm okay. I'm fine. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll majority get over wins, it. But... Majority wins. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was the tiebreaker. Boom. There you go. Even though Rock said, "Yeah," but it wasn't a very. Yeah. It wasn't an. It wasn't an yeah. exuberant. Yeah. yeah. Mm -mm. He's um, still hung over from what he bought from his daughter having picked St. Pete's in the pool. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. Forgot about that. Yeah, she had a good run. She, she took him. Yeah. 
So a couple of Britney Spears stories in the mix today. It always kind of draws your eye, doesn't it? It always does. Well, the uh, the news news bit number one is she has confirmed that she's writing a memoir. Uh, she calls it therapeutic and healing uh, to be doing it. You no, know, and she promises that she will bring up the uncomfortable conversations, and she will, you know, she she's going to leave some scorched earth with this. At least that's her intent until it gets to the editors and the and the lawyers. Yeah, um, she is supposedly signed with Simon and Schuster, though that's not been confirmed. And uh, we'll see what happens. She hasn't mentioned a publication date or anything like that. Meanwhile, uh, Brittany, through her attorneys, is objecting to her mother's new request that she, Brittany, pay nearly $664,000 in her mother's attorney fees. Um, they feel like Brittany, because you know she was the breadwinner of the family, uh, should be paying all the fees for having to extract herself from the conservatorship. Uh, Brittany, in a now deposed in, in a now deleted message, um, said something very rude about that. As you yeah. can imagine, her attorneys in their formal response were a little more polite, uh, but just as adamant. They basically said, "No, it doesn't. It doesn't work this way." And they and they also said in the in the filing that the the mom and her attorneys did not establish any precedence or any legal reason why it would be appropriate. For Brittany to pay her mother's legal fees, so she so just I seems think, like a giant remora with a sucker head. Yeah, that's. I think that. I think that's leeching. Get, I think that's going to get bounced out of court. Though. All right, all right. Since we're in court right now, there's more court stuff. We got Bob Dylan in court. We got the Black Crows. We got Ed Sheeran. Where do you want to start? Uh, well, we'll start with we'll start with Bob Dylan. So he won a ruling this week uh, against a the guy who who was Jacques Levy, who co-wrote the Desire album with Dylan in 1976. He sued Dylan after Dylan sold his publishing to Universal Music for $300 million, uh, the, the widow of Jock Levy filed suit against Dylan, saying, well, our estate should get $7.9 million of that for the work Jock did on that. Dylan's folks said, no, 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 he, he, he signed everything away. You know, he, does, he is not entitled to that anymore. And now two courts have agreed uh, with Dylan and the the uh, part and the the latest uh, judge, the appellate judge in New York, said that you know the partnership agreement between Dylan and Jock Levy was unambiguous, and you know did not leave any room at all for uh, you know for for disagreement or for a suit. So that right. got bounced out. Next stop to the Supreme Court, which likely will not take it. Uh, Ed Sheeran, meanwhile, won his copy his alleged copyright infringement case in London uh, for supposedly having plagiarized uh, his hit song, Shape of You, from another song called Oh Why. Uh, the, the judge was equally unambiguous in that, and basically he said there's some similarities between a one-bar phrase in Shape of You and this other song, but he said, you know, the differences are, you know, the differences otherwise are, you know, significant, and that the the plaintiff did not provide compelling evidence uh, that the that the phrase was even the, the one phrase was in fact lifted from their song nor did they provide great evidence that Ed Sheeran had even heard their song and then Ed after it was all over said it's time to end these baseless lawsuits right. that are, he's uh, like fed up with that whole yeah, sort you can of go online thing. it's a lengthy statement from yeah. that, and you can go online and 
and Rita. But yeah, the crux of it was that these are just baseless and opportunistic, and they take up a lot of money, a lot of court time. You know, his his suit took 11 days in court, and so he just yeah, so he made the the appeal that let's. And really, that's down to the legal system. Because he's got be. a mausoleum he's got to get built. He doesn't right, have yeah, time to spend 11 days in want court. To build mausoleum, yeah. You know? And Black Crow's drummer, what does yeah, he want? Steve, so Steve Gorman, you know, who was a co-founder of the Black Crow's and then was not included in the latest reunion, he's suing the Robinson brothers for royalties. He says he has not received. He says he has reached out to them on many occasions and that they have consistently ignored my meaning his steve gorman writes under the partnership agreement all right let's so, go crawl under the van halen tent here we got we have good news and we have bad news yeah we have uh, the good news there's a park in pasadena where the van halens are from where the band formed 50 years ago now they're going to name the performance stage in that park after the band van halen there was some talk it would be named just for eddie van halen but the pasadena city council decided now it should be named for uh, you know, for the entire band, so that'll that'll happen. You know, for the you know sometime later this year. Are there going to be any statues of the band in the park? Like we have the bronze fawns here, and the new heart statue is in Chicago, and Mary Tyler Moore in Minneapolis. Yeah, no, it doesn't sound like uh. it. there is an Eddie Van Halen plaque, in, yeah. and as well as a mural in in Pasadena. But it, does, it sounds like it'll just be a plaque and probably some signage. Uh, meanwhile, Wolfgang Van Halen got hit on two fronts. This week, he did not win the Grammy Award uh, that he was up for. The Foo Fighters won that. And uh, but Wolfgang made a very gracious statement online saying, listen, you know, I was just happy to to have been nominated. And Pops, meaning Eddie Van Halen, didn't win their first time either. So, you know, he, he, he did the right thing, made a gracious statement. Then a couple of days later, he announced that he had to scrap the rest of his appearances on this Young Guns tour they're doing with Dirty Honey, he and his band Mammoth WVH, because of COVID uh, positives within his camp. Apparently not him, but others in the camp. They haven't said who. So he had to drop six shows from a tour that was doing real well, was doing good business. And I saw it here, and uh, they, they did a really good performance. But, uh, but you know, had to take it off had to take it off the road. But he will be back in the road on the road next month. He has a bunch of dates, including four shows that Mammoth at WVH is supporting Hailstone. Clicking so. through stuff on the internet yesterday, Brian half read this out loud that Pink Floyd was getting back together. I thought, whoa! Not getting yeah, not getting back not together quite. per se, but yeah. today they are releasing their first new song in 28 years. It's called Hey Hey Rise Up, and it's a collaboration with a Ukrainian musician um, who posted on social media a version of him singing a Ukrainian protest song that actually dates back to World War One. And David Gilmore, who has a Ukrainian daughter-in-law and grandchildren, saw this, and they had already taken, removed Pink Floyd's um, post-Roger Waters albums, so the Gilmore, Nick Mason albums. They had removed those from all the streaming services in Russia. And David Gilmore saw this social media post and said, you know what, I bet we could put some music around this and do something. So the result is, hey, hey, rise up. It's out today. There's a video. It's being sold on all streaming services with the proceeds going to Ukrainian humanitarian causes. And, uh, you know, a nice, a nice and genuine gesture, you know, from a guy who's always uh, walked, walked the walk that he talked. He did... Uh, he did an interview with The Guardian in Great Britain about it, and they asked him if 
you know, why it was just the Pink Floyd post-Waters stuff. And it's because Roger Waters isn't agreeing to take down the other Pink Floyd music from the Russian services, even though even though Roger Waters has condemned the invasion of Ukraine. And Gilmore just said, I'll just say I'm disappointed in Roger, and we'll leave it at that. You can read into it what you want. So they can't even agree on how this should be handled. No. Nope. Okay. But, but well. it, is a good, it is a good song and a, and a great, you know, a great and genuine gesture. Now, if you're not an older country music fan, you won't, you may not understand this, so we may have to lay a little groundwork here, but the Judds getting back together may be TV worth watching because uh, those, those yep. two cannot get along. <laughs> Naomi and Winona cannot get along for but even you, a second. But, well, no, they can get it together for their public performances. So the Judds are going to be reuniting on Monday night for the CMT Music Awards, 7 o'clock, 7 p.m. on CBS. Uh, they're going to perform Love Can Build a Bridge, ironically, given that relationship uh, you just talked about, um, in front of the Country Music Hall of Fame. Uh, they'll be introduced by Casey Musgrave, and uh, that'll, be, that'll be a highlight of a show that's typically you know, star-studded. They have all the big names in country, especially the big young names um, in country, and Kelsey Ballerina is co-hosting it with anthony mackie so yeah if you want to see your next slap on the cheek yeah tune in it may be <laughs> okay it may be, the, it may be the judge but i but i doubt it they what's, play nice they play nice in front in front okay of all right what's the deal with uh glenn fry and the uh or on um, deacon fry and the eagles yeah uh, a a statement this week from don henley saying that, and the rest of the eagles saying that that Deacon Fry has chosen to depart from the band uh, to forge a path, to forge his own path. So the implication being there that he wants to start a solo career and needs the time to do that outside of the Eagles. Is there more to that story? Probably yes. Do we know what that is? Mm. Not at the moment. He was sitting out their current tour dates for an unspecified illness. We don't know if that had anything to do with it or not but you know he certainly established his name he stepped in in 2017 you know uh, you know shortly after his father's death the year before and uh and was really good sang his dad's stuff well you know looked good played guitar uh was definitely a a good addition to the band along with Vince Gill but now he's uh he's done being an eagle and he's going to be whatever Deacon Fry is going to be moving forward. But they so does Vince Gill have that permanent chair now or he seemed, uh... he seemed to when I saw when I saw them here earlier I think it was earlier this month. I was the end of last month and uh, they were letting Vince play more guitar now. He wasn't doing a lot of that before and he's singing a few more songs. So I think he's I think Vince is an eagle now. Is Don Henley the CEO, the uncontested boss? Is he just the only he, he and Irving Azoff. Okay. Um, the Glenn Fry estate certainly has a say in things that will happen, you know, that happen with the archives and things like that and, and licensing. But in terms of the current operating procedure of the Eagles, it's Don Henley and Irving Azoff. So the Frys okay. still have a chair at the board of directors meetings if they they'd like to go. Right. They're just not exactly. on the production line. Right. right. Okay. And won't, and won't be in the show anymore. All right, Gary. Yeah. We're out of time. All right. You guys have a great weekend. All right. We'll talk to you next Friday, Gary. Sounds good. Gary Graff, our music expert, Friday mornings.